Hey you, yeah you, click the subscribe button. You are listening to the Ill-Advised Wise Guys podcast, starring Uche and QDZ. Yo, 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 We are the Ill-Advised Wise Guys. It's your boy Uche. I got my boy. For Sheezy. Actually, you know what? I go by something different now. Call me Jacuzzi Q. <laughs> Wait, Jamarcus Russell? Jacuzzi Q. Jacuzzi Q is in the hopefully, house. Hopefully you're not looking like uh, Jamarcus Russell in, in, in jacuzzis. Just, just... Looking like Jamarcus Russell. What? what? <laughs> Jamarcus Muscle. <laughs> Jamar- I'm, just, I'm just hoping you, you, you're you not slacking off in the gym while you're in the jacuzzi. That's all I'm saying, bro. Oh, Come on. Hey, listen. You know, in, in order to get into a jacuzzi, to fit in, I got such a small jacuzzi. You can't be fat. You can't be... <laughs> You gotta, you gotta probably be slim because it's so small. But uh, now, now that's tight, though, man. That's that's actually works. tight, man. No, I'm who, joking. Who, who has a who has a jacuzzi? Yo, this who is paying you, man? I, I keep trying to figure out how how your salary is structured, and now I know. Now hey, I know I, where all the money's going to. I I took my I took out my money out of my four hundred one k to get the jacuzzi. You happy? <laughs> Damn, yo, hey, that's sad. You now wanted my, the jacuzzi that bad. Now my future is in jeopardy. Damn, bro. Well, not, not uh, my future. I, I get it. I get it. I get it. Um, yeah, no, I got to check that joint out, man. That The idea of having a jacuzzi sounds ridiculous. Like, honestly. Like, that That does not seem normal. It doesn't. Like, oh, yeah. Like, yeah, let me just, yeah, I'm going to, by the way, during my lunch break, I'm going to go hop in my jacuzzi. Yeah. And, go on, and I'm going to be on my laptop while I'm, like, that just seems weird. It doesn't. It doesn't sound, and it's not normal. The, the funny thing is, I've had it for a couple of weeks now. I've only went one time in the jacuzzi, and mm. I, I was testing it out, and it was tight as hell. I will say that it was tight as hell. But um, <laughs> yeah, man, it's it's definitely interesting. Yeah. It, it, the funny thing is, um, you know, you gotta take care of that thing. You gotta put chlorine in there. You gotta make sure the pH levels. You can't just jump in there. Like that's what I wanted to do, but you can't just jump in there. You have to actually got to take care of it. It's like having a kid. Mm. Imagine your kid was water. <laughs> that's that. I don't want to imagine that, but okay. Um, uh, yeah, let, let's start the show, man. Yo, this is episode eighty-five. For those of you guys who've been riding with us for so long, thank you guys for joining um, and supporting us every episode. And shout out to y'all that have been subscribing to our YouTube channel and uh, liking our videos. You are appreciated. You are. I don't know who you are because it doesn't tell us who subscribed all the time. But listen, we see the numbers going up. We see the views going up. Keep streaming. Keep sharing. We love that. We appreciate y'all. For real. For sure. um, and it's checks over stripes. Hey, sorry. Um, I'm not getting sponsored by Nike, so this, this is not an ad. Um, we should blur intern should blur this this Nike sign out, dog. Like that's free advertisement, man. I sh- I should record the episode like this. Damn right. Somebody somebody gonna think I'm I'm pledging allegiance to something, but uh, you know. But Boy, hey, your heart hurts. That too. 
You know what? I think I think one of these topics that we're talking about is gonna make my heart hurt at some point. So whatever. <laughs> I'm already ready. <laughs> Maybe yeah. <laughs> let's just let's just get this shit going. By the way, guys, before we uh before we kick off the show, we got it. We got an announcement. Uh, I promise it's not that dramatic, but um, we're gonna switch things up on this episode. You know, we you know normally we give you guys our Watch the Throne segment where we talk about albums. We've been recently doing our hot topics. You guys have really been loving that. Then we get into our ill and not so advised, talk about singles and blah, blah, blah. Then we give you guys our ill advised thoughts normally. You guys are used to that format. We're going to switch things up on this episode. And we want to hear you guys' feedback to know if you love what we're doing or not. Basically, we're just going to be going off the cuff, talking about topics that uh, we think are relevant and uh, you guys might enjoy. So. Again, like I said, as always, we're, we're here for the feedback. We want to definitely talk about stuff that you guys want to hear. Um, and so let us know. As always, you know how to reach us. And if you don't, ask somebody. They know. Yeah, I mean. They know. You know, all your favorite shows, all your favorite uh, anything evolves. And this is just a part of the evolution of this show. So. Facts. I am game. Uh, shall we begin the episode, sir? I think so. Probably. Right. Possibly. Possibly. Yeah, man. So first on the docket, we got uh, your boy Drizzy Drake Rogers. Uh, do anybody even say that anymore? Like, does any, I've, I haven't heard somebody say Drizzy Drake Rogers in about 10 years now. They don't. They don't. <laughs> Hired it. He's it's 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 either Champagne Poppy, uh, Six God, uh, what else? Uh, certified Lover Boy. Certified Lover Boy. Yeah, that that one's weird. Hey, speaking of speaking of Certified Lover Boy, that's a great segue. Uh, pat on my my own back, but um, that's what we want to talk about, man. You know, Drake Drake has been um one of those acts for how long? Shit, I guess going on ten years now. 10 years, exactly, when uh, he first came onto the scene. Uh, actually, no, 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 about 11 years, right? 09, was was 09 when uh, So Far Gone dropped? I believe it was 09. Yeah, I mean, if you don't count Replacement Girl, <laughs> then, <laughs> then uh, 09, yeah. Yeah, so Drake has been on the scene for about 10 to 11 years. He's given us a, a unspecified amount of classic albums. It's, that's debatable. Uh, but regardless, he's been a staple in our culture for so long. And he finally announced that he's going to drop a new album called uh, Certified Lover Boy. Dropping, I think he said January 2021. January 2021. You know, Certified Lover Boy is a very, very interesting title because I, I feel like throughout the course of Drake's career, we've been saying some 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 sayings have been very specific to Drake. Like only Drake can do this. How many times have we said only Drake can do blank? Only Drake. Only Drake. To me, that's like some type of talent. And I really feel like only Drake could come out with a title like this and that should be fitting. And it might actually work for him. Like I just want to talk about what it is that we should expect from this album, given you know, his legacy, where he is in the, in the, you know, as an artist, uh, where we think he can go from here. Is he fading out? Because we, you, come on, bro. You and I, we've talked a lot about Drake over the years and you 
And I actually give you props for this. You called it probably about three, four months ago. Uh, actually, it might have been longer than that. You were like, man, I think Drake is on his decline. Mm-hmm. You know? So with all of the things we talked about with Drake, what are we really expecting from Certified Lovable? I want to get your take first. You know, you know what's funny? Not only, uh, you made a good point about, you know, always saying only Drake can do this. You know, another thing that only Drake can do, he can make excuses, which I believe you brought up. He can make excuses for albums that were not good, right? Or projects that were not good. One of them he called a playlist, right? <laughs> he said, oh, this is not an album, it's a playlist. Uh, another one he said, the one that he dropped before this, he said, oh, this was just a collection of songs that I just felt like dropping. My real album's going to be Certified Lover Boy. Right. What? <laughs> Isn't that true? Like it, only Drake can make an excuse, call something playlist, call something a. What the hell would you even call the album that was before that? What? What? Remember? You mean what? You mean the one that just dropped? Yeah, the one, the one that just dropped. Like uh, 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 uh you're talking about uh, Darkling demo tapes. Yeah. What? Well, what the hell is that? A demo tape. Duh. <laughs> Okay. Was that really Drake, a demo tape? Drake, Drake is in year 10 dropping demo tapes. Was huh? that really a demo tape? Come on, it, man. It, it, it was it not, was not a demo tape. <laughs> it was just a collection of songs that he clearly felt like he could do better then. So he was like, man, I'm not going to call this an actual serious album when it actually is a serious album. I'm just going to tell people it's demo tapes. But anyway. <laughs> uh, so I think he actually put pressure on himself for this album to be good because of antics like that. Um, because this one, he's saying, yeah, I actually worked hard on it. Um, you know, I, I have a whole bunch of songs. Like, I think he said he had a couple, maybe like 50, 60 songs sitting sitting in his hard drive, ready to drop with the album. So, I mean, it's a lot of pressure on him. But I, I will say this, I, I think... The funny thing is, what is Drake's go-to sound right now? I don't know. Like, I mean, he kind of came left field with the song with him and Lil Durk. I love the song, Laugh Now, Cry Later. But that that's, is that the direction the album's gonna go? Like music like that? Like, or is he gonna uh, be extremely lyrical like he was on yeah. Dark Like, I, I yeah. actually don't know. I'm curious to know. And I, I think he does know. And I think that's why he's really like doing really, he's trying really hard to roll this album out a certain way. And I think because he knows he has a sound that's going to shock the world. So, I mean, I think for that reason, it's, it's a, it's a very highly anticipated album on my part. Like I'm very, I'm forward to it. Yeah, me too, man. I'm, I'm expecting, um, I'm expecting Drake to deliver what I'm used to him delivering when he rolls out an album, which is, very good music. I mean, I, it's hard for me at this point in his career to expect him to just blow me away with something that I've never heard before. He would have to do something so drastic musically um, for that to happen, but I don't think so. So if it happens, great. If not, whatever, we're going to get the same old Drake, but that's been good enough to great so far in his career. Um, I want to talk about his trailer, though, that he put out. So that trailer that he dropped uh, with the announcement saying that, you know, the album was coming in January. I thought that trailer was extremely cinematic and it was just dope. 
Like, I just love the way it was put together. It, like, took you down memory lane. I don't know if you remember it. It, it, like, it like, gave you flashbacks of him sitting at the table on the album of Take Care. It gave you the, the, the side profile view that he had um, on his um, Nothing Was The Same album. Uh, it, it gave you even the, the, the album that I thought was trash. Okay, respectfully trash. Because I understand what people are saying. Drake doesn't really make bad music, so how can you call his shit trash? Dark Lane demo tapes, whatever that was, mixtape, playlist, demo tape, whatever you want to call it, I thought was mediocre at best, my personal opinion. But overall, I would call it average. He even gave you glimpses of that on the trailer. You know, dope ass album cover where, you know, he has his eyes only being shown, there's dark all around. There was a lot of imagery in that trailer that I thought built some pretty dope, pretty dope and decent uh, anticipation for me. So, like I said, man, it's hard for me to really expect him to drop something that I've never heard. However, laugh now, cry later. You talked about it a little bit um, that he dropped that, that. I think that was the only single technically that's going to be on this new album that has dropped so far. And to me, that's that's another attempt at like a God's plan, like he's done before in the past. You know, like to get the masses. I thought the song worked. It was a really good song to me. It's a great song. Overall, again, I'm anticipating good music. If he drops anything that I that I haven't heard before, I would be completely disappointed. I, I'm not even gonna lie. What can this man do at this point? What What can he do musically that you've never heard? We've heard him do Afro beats. We've heard him do UK drill. We've heard him do Brooklyn drill. We've heard him do almost every genre, uh, uh, reggaeton. We've heard him speak in Spanish. What is this man going to put out that we've never heard before? Um, that's the challenge. That I is mean, the challenge. You know, uh, going back to the the uh, the trailer for the the album, um, somebody else did that. Jay Z did that. I don't know if you remember Jay Z a couple of years back. Um, he maybe just two three years ago. He mm. he he re reenacted all his uh, albums covers ah that's a good point but the thing about jay-z right anytime jay-z does stuff like that it's kind of like giving hints that he's on his way out like he's thinking about retiring mm. does this trailer give hints that drake is possibly thinking about retiring from rap i know that sounds far-fetched but that is the type of trailer that he presented to us. One that somebody would do when they think they're on their way out. You know, that's actually a good observation, bro. For real. Because um, we've questioned for a while now, and, and I'll make this brief because, you know, we got a lot of stuff to cover today. Um, we've questioned how long Drake can keep up this, this run, this legendary, let's call it what it is, run that he has been on for the mm -hmm. last decade. And... Um, if he is on his way out, I think it would be fitting to remind people what he's been able to put out over the years and uh, maybe transition into another industry. We, I mean, come on. This man, he was on Degrassi. Not that I ever really watched that show. I feel like we've been waiting for Drake to make a transition into acting. That's been a thing. Yes. And I'm actually shocked that he has not really done that throughout his rap career. That's shocking. So maybe that's something that he's going to do. Maybe he's going to get into business. I don't know. But you're right, man. Maybe he is on his way out after this. We haven't heard those rumblings yet, though, out of his mouth or his camp. So we shall see. And you know what's funny? I mean, just to kind of add on and then we can like, move on after that. 
Yeah. I don't think this is what Drake is going to be best at. Like, you know, for me, as great of a rapper Jay-Z is and was, when it's all said and done, Jay-Z was great at being a businessman, a hip-hop businessman. I give him the most credit and the most kudos for being that businessman. Same thing with Kanye West. Kanye West is a great musician, great producer, great rapper, but him as a business person, I think, is what is more uh, a bigger accomplishment. Drake hasn't really dove deep into that business side. And I think that if he gets into that business side, sort of similar to what Kanye did, sort of similar to what Jay-Z did, I think he can become a great, not just a great rapper, uh, a, a great uh, a, a human being, a great influencer, a great, an all-time great entertainer. So I'm, I'm, we'll see. Hmm. Yo, you, you just sparked something else. That, that's a great point. Uh, great observation. One thing that I've been observing as well for a while now is that um, it's something very similar to that, is that Drake, as big as an artist as Drake has been for so long, I believe Drake has been revolutionary in music because he has been able to sell vulnerability like no other artist, no other male artist that I can remember in hip hop has ever done, right? Which is why he can come out with an album called Certified Lover Boy and, and it'd be completely authentic sounding to the core of what we believe Drake is, you know? Like to me, that's a testament to who we believe Drake is. So to me, I think the difference between Drake and like a, a, a Kanye and, a, and, a, and, a, and even a Hove is that they've been able to sell their lifestyle, their, their, li their lifestyle on a whole different level than Drake has. Mm -hmm. I don't think people are looking at Drake like he's cool. Like, oh, let me let me do what Drake does. And that's like, oh, oh, Drake endorsed that new vodka. Oh, let me go drink that. Because remember, we were in Toronto and we had Drake's vodka. I'm sorry, his uh, his whiskey. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. His uh, Virginia Black. Exactly. You, would th you would think Drake, as, as much of a megastar as he is, could be able to market a product and people go crazy about it. I don't think people like Drake for the reasons that they love a Kanye or a Travis Scott. Or, or or the people that they think are cool, like just straight up cool. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And that's no shade, that's no shade or no, no, no spite or anything to Drake. But that's just something I noticed. So I don't know. We'll see how he transitions. I mean, he, he he's no longer to me, like he the thing that sucks about entertainment is you know, you always exceeding expectations. So so Drake has exceeded expectations. But right now, I, I actually think, I don't think he's living up to himself as a human being. His mm. potential as a human being. Like, it's funny, I, I just watched a, a pop star video, right? In the beginning of the pop star video, you know, he's talking with his, his homie about, about DJ Khaled. The acting he does on that video is fantastic. <laughs> Drake, sleep and laugh all you want. Nah, Drake he's really good. Really good actor. Nah, nah, Drake is dope. Drake is dope. Good actor. He like, he gives us he gives us these he gives us these acting performances in doses in the music doses. video. Very it's, dope as an actor. He is a very very good actor. Very versatile. He doesn't act enough. You know he clearly if he wanted to sell something he can sell something. He doesn't sell enough. Like uh, he doesn't pitch things out enough. So I, I think now it's just up to him. Like 
doing that, hon- like honing in on those other skills that he has because he is supposed to be J- Dre- uh, Jay-Z, Kanye. Kanye Bro. made money. Kanye 100%. made money on book bag. Kanye made money on book bag, and like his even Kanye's clothing line caters to his quirky dress there you style, go. quirky you know mentality. Jay Z's business dealings cater to his hustling mentality. Yes. yes, Drake has a vulnerable market, like literally a market where he can sell things that vulnerable people would like. Yes, now it's for him. To make money off that, just like the other two did. That's facts, man. Um, that's facts, man. Well, Jake don't need rent. retire. Yo, a masterpiece says something very key, and and I swear this is the last thing I would say on this topic. Um, you know, when when people were giving masterpiece their their fl- his fl- his much needed flowers more recently, which I remember coming on this show last year after somebody died and was like, man, we need to start giving people flowers, and I remember being like, masterpiece needs to get his flowers, but whatever. I'm here for the Master P flowers. Give that man his props. But he said something very key. He said, yo, the average lifespan of a rapper is three to four years at best. So while you are here, you need to push product because your product is going to, la- is going to last longer than your actual buzz and brand is. Yes. Drake is an exception because he's been around for 10 years and been at the top. It's alarming to me that he has not put out a product that has been been able to penetrate the culture since he has been here. It's actually alarming, but it hey, is. It is. it's alarming. Rihanna, look at Rihanna, bro. Not, Rihanna's going crazy right now. But Rihanna don't even want to make albums no more. She's make, she's making so much money off Fenty. Why even make albums? This is <laughs> she shouldn't, man. She should. But anyway, man, let's 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 keep it moving, man. We could probably debate uh, and talk about Drake uh, all day. It's Drake. That's for sure. Uh, let's move on, man. Cause I, I, yo, this one is very, very, this one is very, very important to me. Cause uh, you know how much I like St. John. All right. I know how much you talk about St. John and the fact that he's been baptized by uh, every time he raps, he seems like he sounds like he's been baptized. Right. <laughs> he, I, that's like your thing. I, I peep, I peep. I, I, and he kind of does like, I'm with you on that. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> no, that shit is hilarious. But uh, no, but what I, <laughs> but what I wanted to talk about with Saint John you was read, uh, you can read it ratings game, haven't you? I, yo, <laughs> I saw re- I saw two reviews of randomly, and I saw that, and I was like, yo, this nigga got a point. <laughs> Saint John sounds like he has the Holy Ghost when he's singing, doesn't he? And I'm not talking so, about. Chipmunk St. John either. No, nah, we're going to get to that. We're going to get to the Chipmunk St. John. And that's actually what I want to talk about with, with, with this topic is that, uh, you know, I mean, for those of you guys who, who <laughs> for those of you guys who, who know St. John uh, or, or maybe don't know who St. John is, that's fair. Um, you know, I think uh, within the last six to maybe nine months, uh, well, I just call it a year. You know, St. John put out a song called Roses, but the remix version, which was a dub step techno version of Roses, which as of today has over 1 billion streams. So to be honest with you, I don't even know why I even said what I said before. If you don't know who St. John is, at least if you've never seen the name, 
you just maybe don't listen to music. I, I, I don't know. But nonetheless, for those of you guys who know who St. John is, I want to talk about the impact of that techno uh, remix version to his original song, Roses, and, and how that is actually going to um, impact the music that St. John puts out, puts out uh, in the future. Because I'll, I'll say this. I'll say this about St. John. Uh, he's, he's, uh, he's due for an album that's going to come out, I believe it's like late November, something like that which the album is going to be called While the World Was Burning, which is a dope title. I like it. Uh, he's dropped two singles so far that are going to be on this new album, Gorgeous and uh, Sucks to Be You. That one actually just dropped. And I've been noticing this uh, over the last couple of weeks. I, I saw on his Twitter that he actually got mad plaques uh, for being recognized for... Uh, the performance that Rose's remix did, you know what I'm saying, overseas, really just worldwide. And to me, it just got me thinking. I'm like, bruh, is St. John being pigeonholed into a specific sound? Because let's be real, how many new artists in hip hop have we ever seen get their notoriety in other words, their first popping song was a remix to a to their original song. How many times have we seen it? I don't think I've ever seen that shit. For real, for real. So to me, it it got me thinking. Like, what does this actually mean for St. John's music and the and the type of music that he was intending to put out versus the music that he now has to, I would think, has to make to satisfy all of those. Uh, fans that know about him through the techno version. I want to know what you think, man. Because I think he got it. He has to. He has to. He has to balance that very well to me. It's not going to be this thing where he's like, "Oh, I'm just going to keep making the music that I want to make." Respect to him if if he if he actually does that. But um, I would think that this would compromise an an artist's um, creativity. You know what I'm saying? For sure. I would think it would. For sure. I I think. The fact of the matter is people are going to be disappointed with this album. That's just the fact of the matter. People are going to be disappointed with this album because it's not going to sound like the song that made him blow up. Um, the good thing that the, the thing that St. John has working for him is that I believe a lot of people in the music industry understand how great he is. Like, St. John, before he even had like any major singles, was on an album with Beyonce. Jay-Z has been pushing St. John these last couple of years. St. John in the industry is known as somebody that is great. And in my opinion, it's not necessarily if people know how great you are. It's if the industry knows how great you are. There's always going to be a place for you. Um, so he has that working for him. Um, but I mean, you know, uh, ratings game has a, a Reddit and, uh, uh, my great, uh, coworker Renee, she put out a, uh, post on Reddit about St. John. Everybody's saying go, it, was, it was about gorgeous and his, his other song. This is trash. This is garbage. This song's not good. I'm like, th this sounds exactly like the music he was making before that Roses remix. This Which, literally sounds identical to his first album. The and, that, and, that, and that goes to the point that I'm making 
is those expectations that people now have unrealistic expectations because that's not what he did on that Iman Beck remix to Roses. That ain't his sound. Not his sound. It's, it's not his sound at all. At sucks all. to be, sucks to be you, gorgeous is the epitome of what that man does. Exactly. It's the epitome. It's the epitome. And 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 to me, it's so. I think St. John is such a great artist. I mean, I, I know I'm, I'm probably not as high on St. John as you are, but I think he's such a great artist that he can overcome uh, the, the, the nonsense that comes with kind of the, this whole Roses remix thing. But I will say this, like his new album that's coming out, something, I found something very alarming. Did you see the guest features on the album? I saw it. Matter of fact, hold up. I have it right here. I got it. I got it. I got it up too. I got, got it up, up right here. I'll yes, let sir. You, I'll let you do the honors. It's, it's, it's the I'll go from the top. Uh, Lil Uzi Vert. Mm. Don't like. I it. must. I, I must say, when he when he had the joint when he, when he when he put out trap with Lil Baby before I heard the song, I didn't think it would work. Didn't think it would work. Then I heard the song and I was like, that's a hit. And Lil Baby did not actually destroy that song. He actually had a decent performance. So I'm not about to sit here and act like Lil Uzi Burt is going to fuck it up. However, I will say I'm alarmed by that, by that, uh, by that name. I am. I'm alarmed. I would have liked, if, if Lil Uzi Burt is going to be on the album, I want him to be only one of two features on that album. <laughs> Usually yes. when you see that, like The Weeknd, The Weeknd yes. treatment, like like The Weeknd, yeah, when yeah, he yeah. on somebody's album, he's only the one, it's one of like two people. Nah, that's, nah, that's facts. That's facts. I would like no. that. So, 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 so we got Uzi, High School Reunion, that's, that's part two from his last project. Monica Lewin, that's the other thing. He has two songs in a row that are named after the, the, the song on the previous project. And now listen, I'm here. I'm, I'm a St. John guy. I, I fuck with his music. I'm sure he's going to do something really good. But the baby? Huh? I mean, listen, Uzi, ooh, uh, sorry. A Boogie with the Hoodie, very good performance on, my, on the original Malika Winsky. Again, if you asked me these questions before I actually heard the original songs, I would tell you, what the hell are they going to do on this song? And surprisingly, A Boogie put up a very good performance on the original Monica Lewinsky. So I'm not alarmed about his name. The Baby, I am, though. I am. I ain't going to lie. I'm alarmed. Future? I've heard that song before. That we, We've heard the, you know, that song. Kanye? J.I.D.? Kaylani Black. It's it's very commercial sounding. It sounds like he is becoming the star in which I know he is essentially destined to be from his musical talent. It's not about that. It's more about the fact that I just feel like he's he's. I, I'll tell you the one that I hate the most. I don't know how I feel about JID on this joint. What, what the hell is JID doing on this song? On his album. What is he doing here? Their vibes are... And I love J.I.D. as an artist, but I just don't understand. But but again, we're all talking preliminarily before the music drops, right? So we have the right to change our opinion, you know, especially when the album drops and the shit might be fire, you know? I could easily be like, 
oh, okay, what I said was not warranted because he actually delivered. Who knows? Well, I mean, I will say, I, I will say this. I, so, I didn't have a problem with the features like Little Baby. Um, I didn't have a problem with Meek Mill was on. Um, the I love it on his uh, previous album. Meek yes. Mill, Little Dope Baby. Song. I didn't have a problem with those features, but if you know Lil John, his solo stuff blows. You mean you mean you mean, you mean Sorry, Saint, Saint John? <laughs> Saint John. If you actually listen to St. John, like his solo stuff blew me away. Facts. The more people on this album, the less opportunities you get to hear his solo stuff. Like I, I loved his solo music. Um, but I will say this. I, I think there's one thing that we can both agree on here. And that is if th- once this album comes out, maybe like two weeks later, he should just make Iman Buck uh, chipmunk it. <laughs> hey, which which song? Which song? The whole album? Just chick my and no, like just man. he should start doing it. Cause remember, remember back in the day, every <laughs> single rap album had a screwed and chopped version. Like from now on, Saint John should do that. Like <laughs> equivalent. I actually like that. The I like that. I like that. Man. I like. I actually like that. That 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 might work for him. Again, based on where. Where he's got his popularity over the last six to twelve months, hey, that might be fitting. Actually, it hey, might. look, if I'm an exec, <laughs> I will be alarmed if the Chipmunk album debuts higher than the record. I will be like, we have a problem, guys. This is not good. But see, but see, that goes to the overarching topic that I brought up, and it's how is the Chipmunk version, aka Iman Iman Beck version of his song going to affect people's ear when he drops new music yeah right i how's it gonna do man but we'll see we shall see let's move on though i think it's a i think it's an interesting combo though we want to know what you guys think though let us know i was gonna say let me just add something real quick uh yeah i truly believe this i love nelly i truly believe this (laughs) i think nelly's career he his career went down 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 the hole when he dropped that double disc, remember? And one of them debuted higher than the other one. <laughs> <laughs> His career ain't been the same since. It, it really has it. It has not been the same. Uh, Something man. about that left a bad taste in people's mouths. You know, yeah. Suit versus, uh, I think it was like suit and suit. And, I, for, uh, I forget, man. Suit versus tie? I cannot remember. I don't remember. I think. I think it was like suit and sweat. But yeah, one debuted higher than the other. I was like, damn. Yeah, yeah, and and meanwhile, in 2020, Nelly's still putting out music, uh, country songs, country song. Yeah, he's a country. Hey man, hey man, he's from St. Louis, man. Cut him some slack for those of you guys who are judging. You know what I'm saying? I'm not judging. Uh, Not you. I'm talking about the people out there who I know are like, oh, there goes Nelly putting out country music again. (laughs) Hell didn't like the country over and over again. That was that was a classic song. That that is a classic. I must say. I must say that. Um, let's move on, though, man. Let's move on. Uh, let's move on, man. NBA young boy. I wanted to talk about him, man, because uh, you know, I started to notice this recently, and uh, you know what it hit me? It hit me when he did a remix to the story of OJ, which, by the way, respectfully speaking, what he did on the story of OJ remix musically was awful. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> I just have to say that. I, I This is no slight to his overall discography. I actually enjoy some of the music he puts out. Like, I really do. You know what I'm saying? But what he did on that joint, I wasn't really feeling at all. Because it, it, it just didn't mesh. Like, his flow... I didn't hear. I don't hear what y'all are hearing. If you, whoever the hell th- thinks that shit is fire, I don't see it, nor hear it. He tried I probably to, won't. He tried to show the world he he has like an artistic side, and it just kind of <laughs> it, it I, just ended up blowing up in his face. Kind of. I, 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 I know exactly what you mean. You feel me? So so ultimately, where I'm going with this is that song, the what the remix to the story of OJ to me is a is a a prime example of the polar opposite opinions that people have about NBA young boys music, right? Some people think he's fire, right? Other people are like, I don't like his music at all. Like I rarely have heard somebody in the middle who are like, I think he's okay. You know, and listen, great. You guys think whatever you want about his music, but to me, I'm 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 talking. This topic is less about his musicality and more about why he is not regarded more in hip hop than he than than he actually currently is. And the reason I say that is because NBA YoungBoy for a few years now has been one of the top selling hip hop acts. Not even hip hop, you know what? That's even limiting. I'm not even gonna put that label on it. I'll just speak in general about music. On YouTube, the second largest search engine behind Google, NBA Youngboy as a musician, as a rapper, call him whatever you want, has been the most streamed artist on that platform for the last year and a half. If that don't tell you something about his effect on whoever he's, whoever is tuning in, then you're just not, you don't really want to even contemplate or or even accept what he's, what his music means to certain people. So you take that fact, right? Because that's a fact. That's not debatable. It is. And then, and then, and then you mesh that with how he's actually received by the people and by, and by uh, artists, uh, uh, sorry, by awards. Right. And it's like, People want to act like his career doesn't even exist. Like what he's doing isn't impacting people. Because at what point do the numbers meet the tastemakers? He's selling out. He's doing all these numbers streaming wise. He's breaking all these records. He's, he's he, you know what I'm saying? People are really listening to his music. But it seems like the tastemakers in the, in, the, in the industry are not really giving him credit at all. So I feel like that's a dilemma that a lot of artists face. But to me, NBA Youngboy is a, is a prime example of that. You know what I'm saying? Do you, do you feel that as well? Yeah, you know, I, I, I definitely agree with you. You know, you know, there's there's a word, right, that has become very popular since Donald Trump has been president. And the word is base, right? You hear that word so much when you're listening to CNN, Fox News, et cetera, et cetera. Donald Trump has a base, right? But his base are what they claim his base is are not the best people in the world. You know, like they, they say that his base, a lot of times white supremacists, 
you know, his base are the Proud Boys. He would never flat out cater or say to white supremacists or Proud Boys that, yo, I support you. Anything you want, I'm going to give it to you. Because he can't. Because that's, that's horrible people. But he damn sure knows that is his base. And he needs that base. Young boy, NBA young boy has a base. His base <laughs> is probably horrible people. <laughs> because think about his music. His music is very toxic, very violent, very he he talks about shooting people up, killing people. Mm. That base is not marketable. Executives don't want to market that. But however, they know that base exists. NBA Youngboy knows that base exists and he caters to that base, but it's a base that people do not want to acknowledge exists. <laughs> That's what I think is going on right now. I think that his, his, because I mean, hmm. um, I mean, interesting. In all seriousness, I mean, at the end of the day, like I listen to his music and I'm just like, this is just too toxic. I'm in a good place. I have, <laughs> I have a nice house. You got a jacuzzi. I'm mentally stable. <laughs> I don't need to hear anger, that level of anger in my life. It's, 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 I don't need it in my life, but there is some people that are listening to that music and they're just kind of understanding They're they're kind of, you know, uh, relating to that type of angry, violent, heinous music. So, okay. So, okay. Look, I hear what you're saying and uh, I respect it, but I do want to challenge you on that a bit because Here's the thing. He is not NBA young boy. We talking about him. He is not the only person that talks about the type of content that he talks about, right? That is even getting more notoriety in the public than him. I like I for example, when 6ix9ine was was who he was prior to the snitching shit, right? He talks about killing people, he talks about smashing your girl. He talks about all the violent shit on a regular basis, but he's being marketed to the kids. He has rainbow hair. You know what I'm saying? The appeal was much more inviting, if that sounds, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, so content-wise, so content I feel like they were talking very similar things. I'm with you, though. NBA Boy is extremely violent, very toxic. We're not debating on that. I'm just saying, I, I, I think what's going on with NBA Youngboy and his lack of support in the media and, and why he's not covered like he should be based on his actual base. I think that's it's some industry stuff that maybe we're not privy to. It has to be. No, I think no, I it mean, has to be. I respectfully dis No, it has to be. Here's here's the big issue. And, and I'm Go gonna ahead. speak for myself. Here's the yeah. big issue. So, yes, Takashi 69 talks about some same things. Yes, the baby talks about the same things, but when you actually see the baby talk, or sorry, hear, see him talk, when you hear him talk, or you see him in person, he doesn't come across as troubled to me. NBA young boy seems like a troubled human being. So when you actually listen to his music on top of knowing the things that he's doing, it's very uncomfortable. It's very uncomfortable to listen to. And I'm pretty sure as an executive, it's probably very uncomfortable to market because 
you're marketing somebody that's troubled. That sounds troubled. Like, and to me, I know most people are going to be like, oh, but most rappers, a lot of rappers sound troubled, blah, blah, blah. No, like he, to me, is one of the few rappers that are popping right now that I think is actually troubled. Like, I listen to his music. I'm like, yo, it's, it's, it's I mean, you know, it's, it slaps, like the kids say. It slaps. But it's, you guys ain't noticing that this dude kind of sounds bipolar. <laughs> I but I, but I don't think but but we're I'm gonna not, be honest with you. I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah, I was gonna say we Go not Kanye. You know why Kanye's music and why Kanye is not marketed the same way because a lot mm. of people now know Kanye is troubled. So when you listen to his music, you're starting to look think twice. Like yo, this dude kind of moves like he has a screw loose. And so to but, me, but, I, but but Kanye is Kanye, and we'll and we'll get to Kanye, we'll get to Kanye a little bit later on in the show. But um, to me, I don't, but I don't, I don't feel that way. Like I, I don't think the industry cares about the shit you saying they care about. Like I just don't feel like they're. Oh my God, this guy's really trouble. So let's not market him. I think if if they can make money off of you, they would. Like I forget about what's going on in your personal life. To me, NBA YoungBoy represents a lot of the stuff that content wise and all these other dudes is talking about. But to me, if you listen to the story of OJ, by the way, just want to point this out. The things that were actually legible and uh, audible that I caught <laughs> uh, NBA young boy, <laughs> NBA young boy talks a lot about ownership. He talks a lot about uh, owning his masses and owning a percentage of it. Like he's talking about some real boss shit that could, I'm not saying it is, it could, play into i don't know maybe even how he's marketed i i don't know we're 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 speculating obviously uh we both don't know the real answers i just noticed that uh for somebody that's so heavily streamed like he is it's it's glaring to me how he's not propped up and and presented more into the you know uh in front of the people it's it's alarming it's it's very noticeable i don't know that's why i'm like i don't know if you guys noticed that as well so yeah, man. We would be speculating as we are to continue to debate this, but I, I do want to put a wrap up this topic a little bit and move on a little bit, but just, yeah, just something to think about, guys. Fantastic topic. Yeah, just something to think about. Uh, shall we move on? Yeah. Oh, man, your boy. Your boy. Oh, man. So the, now <laughs> your, your boy, my boy, Everybody's boy that is that comes from the Lil Wayne is the goat uh, tree of rap, and there's a lot of us. Uh, recently, he he uh, endorsed officially endorsed Donald Trump, uh, and actually, I have to say this because you know, hey, who knows when you guys are going to be hearing this or or watching this on YouTube. Uh, we have an election right around the corner, November 3rd. If you guys haven't already voted, please go, go do that if you so choose. If you don't want to vote, that's cool too, I suppose. Uh, but Lil Wayne recently endorsed Donald Trump, and that caused a hell of a stir. <laughs> a hell of a stir, a stir on social media. Everybody's talking about it, so I decided, you know what? We should talk about it as well. We we should give our thoughts on this. You know, we're we're respectful, tax-paying citizens. 
let's talk about the election and 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 also rap. This is one of the rare times where two these two worlds intersect. Ironically, Donald Trump is not a respectful tax-paying individual. But anyway, touche, touche. He claims he claims he's paid. Hey, yeah, I pay my taxes in advance. I, I pay million. I pay tens of millions and millions of dollars in advance. Are you see? There, there you have it. They treat me very badly. They treat me very badly. <laughs> like who who's treating you very badly? The IRS. The IRS treating him very very badly. They, they treat me good. <laughs> who the hell? Who the hell is treated positively by the IRS? Who? Name them. Uh, but yeah, man. We're, hey, we're making light of it. Uh, some people seem to really be bothered by this Lil Wayne uh, endorsement. But um, do you care? And if you do, what 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 are your thoughts on it, man? What well, do, what, what were your thoughts on just the whole presentation of it of it all? Thought. Why, why, why do we introduce thought to this conversation? But Come anyway. on, man. You, you know, thought, all, all thoughts, lives matters. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, you know, kind of similar to uh, St. John, like the conversation we had with St. John. Um, I've known Lil Wayne for years now. And throughout the years, whether it be in his music or in his interviews, he has said questionable things <laughs> to people like for instance i'll give you a good example these are just off the top of my head i'm pretty sure there's more he said that he does not believe racism uh, uh is is still in america because he has a lot of white fans at his shows he said that that came out of his mouth he said that and um he also said i mean this one i i, I get it he said he, he, he loves cops because a cop saved his life, which I get it. And, and so, you know, he, he said these type of things. He said he's, he doesn't believe in racism. He also said he doesn't believe racism is in America because a racist act has not happened to him before. And then he proceeds to say a white cop saved his life. So he said things like this, amongst other things like, F is for phenomenal folks. So, <laughs> so, so it's like, I'm not surprised. I'm not, I'm not surprised at all. There's this, you know, with the election going on. <laughs> F is for phenomenal. Hey, he's also said some genius things like real G's moving silence like lasagna. We got to give him his credit where props was, is due. I'm just, I'm just saying. That was genius. Only poets. And real notable, honorable citizens could come up with such genius. I'm sorry. That was genius. That was genius. Um, but, but, um, but yeah, I mean, I, did, I, I saw this coming from a mile away. I mean, it, it, it brings up a bigger conversation. Like, just because a person is uh, Black doesn't mean that they're automatically Democrat. We, yes, I, I agree with that, you know, um, but... This doesn't surprise me, but however, remember Lil Wayne made a song called Georgia Bush? Remember that? Yes. Georgia I do. Bush. And he was just trashing everything, like, you know, I guess uh, George Bush's response to- After Katrina, after Katrina. Pretty much trashing everything. I think Donald Trump 
throughout these last uh, couple of months and couple of years has done enough bad things to be trashed for it. Um, the fact that he openly and happily endorsed him to me uh, is, is a little hypocritical, if you ask me. And what 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 bothers me the most about Lil Wayne and some of those quotes that he said is it's almost like he is turning his black his back on the black community, right? M majority of those quotes are kind of like saying, "I'm not aware of the troubles that are going on in the black community. What happens to me matters, and to me, Georgia Bush was personal." because it was his city, his, his state. And that's when he bashed him. He said racism doesn't occur because a white cop saved his life. That's because that happened to him. It bothered me, Donald Trump, who has been for years racially uh, saying some racially insensitive comments. A lot of them geared directly at black people. You're just turning your back again on the black community. So that's troubling. I'm not going to yeah. lie. But at the same time, that's him. I'm not surprised. Yeah, man. You said a couple key things, man. Um, damn. And uh, I don't know. I don't even know where to start. But, I, but I'll, start, I'll start with uh, where I believe I should start, which is with his actual tweet that made people go crazy, right? Lil Wayne said on his Twitter, and... I will caution you guys because I truly don't believe he wrote this shit. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm of the belief that somebody else wrote this shit. Not that he's not capable of tweeting, but he didn't write this shit. I'm sorry. The guy who said F is for phenomenal. He said, and I quote, just had a great meeting with at real Donald Trump at POTUS. Besides what he's done so far with criminal reform, the platinum plan is going to give the community real ownership. He listened to what we had to say and assured he will and can get it done. And followed by that was one of these emojis. Y'all know what the fuck I'm talking about. I don't know what this shit's called, but that's besides the point. Gnarly. He ain't right. Gnarly, boom. He didn't write this fucking tweet. The photo op that he took with Donald Trump was super nasty. Like that joint was beyond cringy. And, and look, here's the thing. You said something key and, and actually this is a good, good time to bring it back up. All black people are not Democrats. We, you know, I think historically, uh, especially more recently, that has been a topic of conversation, right? Where there seems to be this awakening in black people and, and rightfully so where we shouldn't be pigeonholed and, and, and held to one party as if the Democratic Party are the only people who do anything for Black people, right? And actually, it was alarming to me. I feel like that's the fucking episode title of the, of the day. How many times have we said alarming? But when Joe Biden went on The Breakfast Club and made that comment that if you're not Black, uh, 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 like basically, if you don't vote for him, you're not Black, right? To me, a very alarming statement to make lets me know a lot of things about the mentality of politicians and the Democratic uh, Party. Lets me know a lot. It lets me know a lot about uh, older politicians and historically how they believe that they have the black people's vote on lock. Right. 
it lets me know a lot about that. So with all that being said, if you are a black person and you are a Republican, more power to you. I think everybody, especially law-abiding citizens, have the right to vote for whoever you want. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody should vote their interests. If you have things that going on in your real life that affect you, if it more closely aligns to the Republican Party, go vote for the Republicans if that's what you want to do. Same thing goes for the Democrats. Where I think, and so with that being said, if Lil Wayne is, a, is an actual Republican and his interests align with, you know, Republican Party and Donald Trump, so be it. However, I just feel like everything you said about his Lil Wayne's history, right? Because you and I, man, we're, we're Lil Wayne. We, we love Lil Wayne as a lyricist. We respected mm -hmm. him as, a, as an artist for the longest. We think he's one of the GOATs. Actually, Wayne is in my top five. He's in my top Without, five. With all that being said, I don't look to my artists to, I don't look to artists to be a political figure, right? Mm -hmm. I hate that as well. Mm -hmm. Like, And so with that being said, mm -hmm. I can make a legitimate argument as to why I don't give a fuck about any of this. I just don't. Um, I'm just mad that this nigga put on a sweater and, and stood there in that picture and took that picture. That picture looks bad. I'm sorry. It, 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 the, I, picture, I the picture itself looks bad it's not that he's supporting donald trump go support donald trump that picture looks bad <laughs> I, i'm not gonna lie it does look bad i mean you know you, you brought up a good point i guess this is the last thing i'm gonna say you brought up yeah. a good point about you know listen i i love lebron james you know and i love how open he has been about you know voting about you know president etc cetera, etc cetera. i'm not one of those people that are a part of that shut up and dribble uh, uh, movement, but I don't know about you, but do you feel like a little, isn't it like a little cringy when you hear a celebrity endorsed a president? Like, I, I think the latest I heard was Brett Favre. I cringe every time I hear a celebrity endorsed Joe Biden, The Rock endorsed Joe Biden, uh, 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 Jack Nicholas endorsed uh, Donald Trump. Like, to me, uh, I don't think that politics and who our president is should be influenced by entertainers. Like, if if you're somebody that sits down and says, oh, Lil Wayne endorsed Donald Trump, so I'm going to vote for Donald Trump. If you are somebody that does that, <laughs> to me, I, I don't know. I, I may think a little lower of you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that <laughs> to say that. But if you, if Lil Wayne is the one, if you are an undecided voter, Boom. and Lil Wayne's endorsement of Donald Trump, it actually that should make you not want to vote for Donald. <laughs> Lil Wayne's on that side. Okay, right. the opposite with Lil Wayne. Right. If, if, if that skips Codeine, we're gonna do the yeah. opposite. If Lil, if Lil Wayne was the deciding factor that made you vote for Donald Trump, I question <laughs> a lot of things about you. But <laughs> But, but but I want to go back, man, because I'm telling you right now, I highly doubt that this man read anything about Donald Trump's plan. He said the Marshall Plan is going to give the community real ownership. What community? Is he talking about the black community? What which community? What is he talking about? Like that man? Let's call it spade a spade. The what's the over on under that Lil Wayne actually read Donald Trump's plan? It's not. I'm just the over under. I think it's I think it's more likely than not that he did not no. read that man's political no. agenda. 
listen, it's nonsense. It's, it's nonsense. I'm sorry. To add on to what you're saying, right? Like, listen, I, I hate uh, this is ill-advised wise guys. We don't really dive deep into politics, but let's dive deep a little. We're here. What plan? Okay, coronavirus is going on right now. <laughs> Have you heard a legitimate plan out of the man? <laughs> okay, number one. Have you heard a legitimate plan about health care? Donald Trump, they always say, hey, Donald Trump, what's your plan for health care? Oh, it's going to come out in two weeks. Trust me, it's going to be the most beautiful uh, health care plan ever. Has it come out? No. So what, what reason do you have to believe that you sat down with Donald Trump and he said he's going to come up with a platinum plan that's going to help black people, that it actually will happen? <laughs> what, no, no, no. You know that it's actually no, going to happen. No, no, no. But here's the other thing. I, in his, in, no, that, first of all, everything you said was facts. Exactly. Oh, everything you're saying is that everything you just said is that great observation. Here's another observation I recognize in the tweet. And this is what I don't like about, so I don't like about these celebrities in, in, in general, the weaponizing of politics and shit like that. When he says the platinum plan is going to give the community real ownership. If you know anything about the platinum plan, the way it's been marketed, and I'm not a politician, so please, if please, if you guys know more than I know, please correct us in the comments or tell us on social media. It's all good. Hey, we're ill-advised for a reason. Sometimes we don't have all, we don't have all the details. It's all good. Uh, if you know anything about the platinum plan, they're marketing that towards black people. So why can't Lil Wayne say the platinum plan is going to give the black community more real? Why is he saying the community? How come he didn't just say black? Like to me, there's this like tongue in cheek, like hide your hand, type marketing when it comes to just the things that people say like if you're going to stand on your endorsement that's cool man do your thing Lil Wayne great but speak in my opinion speak the whole your whole truth like give your entire opinion about why you actually you know uh why you actually uh, are endorsing uh Donald Trump again I don't think he's a bad person I'm not one of these people who who, who tie politics to your morals all the time. To me, it's about, I need to hear you out. Yeah. Like if, if you're supporting Donald Trump, I need to understand why you're supporting Donald Trump. And if it's something that like makes sense, okay, cool. Like if it doesn't make sense, I'm not gonna stop being friends with you, but yeah, yeah we have different political views. Like it is what it is. It is I what mean, it is. It is what, and, and, but, and but, but to me, but to me to, 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 to sit up there and wear that sweater in the Oval Office or wherever the hell they were, and take that picture. Looked that—that's the definition of pandering and being bad. a puppet. And it's it, a, you're a puppet. Looked bad, like you're a puppet. Like, like people got on people got on Ice Cube for weeks because he met with Donald Trump. I personally had no problem with it because I—I yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with you meeting with whoever the president is and trying to like uplift your community. It, there's nothing wrong with that. And, and, and no, and we shouldn't attack people who want to meet with political leaders, regardless of their actual <laughs> their actual party, to see what they can do to help the community. So I'm not again, I'm not mad at Lil Wayne for aligning himself with Donald Trump. It's about the fact that to me, I don't believe he actually knows what he's talking about with this platinum plan shit. And that and that picture was super nasty. I, I keep trying to like photo ops are a real thing. They last. He could have simply did exactly what he did behind the scene and not took that picture. It changes the perception of everything to me. It really does. Well, I mean, it changes it. It changes things. 
you know, I mean, I will say this. I mean, this is an important topic, so I think it's it's okay if we if it's longer than the other topics. Um, you know, we were talking about this off the off the air. Like we we in the black community should not we should not be able to be bought so easily. So you mean to tell me this guy who has been been saying racially insensitive things for years now, he simply tells you, oh, I'm going to come up with a plan to help black people. Oh, I'm buying in. We you, No, like we, we should not be getting bought so quickly and so easily. Like, you know, I, I, I once again, I commend LeBron James. I'm, I am pretty sure. Jared, you know Jared Kushner, right? Jared yeah. Kushner, uh, when when LeBron James was, you know, speaking out against uh, Donald Trump and and you know the NBA and, and Donald Trump were going through that whole back and forth, mm-hmm. Jared Kushner came out and said, "I don't understand why they're doing what they're doing. I'm going to personally reach out to LeBron James, and we're going to try to figure something out to help with the NBA and back and forth." Blah 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 blah. You think LeBron James picked that phone up? Like you did all this trash talk, you did all this thing. Black Lives Matter don't matter to me. Such and such. You think he picked that phone up? Probably no. not. And even if he did pick the phone up, he wants real change. NBA players, they said we're going to get on this NBA court when real change happens. Not no like just oh we're going to talk about change. No, we want action right now. Lil Wayne had one conversation, maybe he had multiple, but he's basically endorsing him on the tweet because he said he has a platinum plan that's going to help black people. Is that easy? And, 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 And listen, man, we have to, and you talk about this all the time, maybe not necessarily on the show as much as, you know, we probably should, but we got to stop putting these celebrities at a pedestal, like as if they mean more than you. You have your own voice. Everybody go out there and do what's best for them. Obviously, look out for your community. But when you see someone with a track record like Lil Wayne and the stuff that he said over the years, the fact that he could fix his mouth and say that racism does not exist. To me, his mentality is flawed. I'm sorry. I'm calling it what it is. It's it's one thing for you to, to say, I personally have never experienced racism directly towards me because there's a lot of people like that. I can honestly say I'm one of those people. Like, I don't believe that I have been overtly discriminated against like a lot of people have back in the day. Yeah, yeah. But but, but me not being overtly discriminated against does not mean the shit doesn't exist in other areas. It just, it doesn't mean. And the fact that he cannot separate the two lets me know that his ability to understand that the world is bigger than himself is not where it needs to be. That's so, what I was going to say. It, it's, it's really very simple. It's, it's me, that simple. I mean this in the most respectful way. I mean, you know how I always say this to you off air. He's ignorant, right? And and people always say, oh, yeah, ignorance is a bad word. No, ignorant is not always bad. a bad word. It's in, in context. Like, we're all ignorant, right? I think Lil Wayne is ignorant to what is going on in the world, what is going on in his own community. I mean, I get it. The platinum plan, yes, I, I it, it quote unquote helps black people. I don't even know what that means. Maybe they can. <laughs> what does that mean? I mean, I'm, I'm sure Joe Biden wants to help black people too. I mean, what does that mean? Like, really? Like, what, wait, wait, what does that mean? 
<laughs> I, I'm so what what what? Yeah. But but anyway, I think he's ignorant, and and it's okay. It's okay because, like I said, he's <laughs> always been this guy. Little Wayne, Little Wayne's the same dude that said, "I I don't even know who XX Tentacion was." Like, and I was on his Bruh. song. He's, Bruh. He's, I've I've heard I've heard other artists, and this is the biggest indictment. And and we'll, we can move off this right after this. Um, the biggest <laughs> the biggest indictment that I've heard of Lil Wayne over the years is his fellow artists and people around him that come out and say things about Lil Wayne. They'll be like, oh man, how is it knowing Lil Wayne and working with Lil They'd be like, man, Wayne, this is consistent. Man, Wayne, yo, Wayne is on his, he is his own world, man. Wayne is on another planet. Wayne just, he don't even know what's going on in the world. He just, he just doing it. To me, that is the, that right there lets you know why someone who is in their own world should not be speaking publicly about what is going to impact the world. I don't mm. want to hear from you, bro. Period. That's a great point. Great. It's, very, it's, it's very clear. Like that, it, it is what it is. Great point. And, 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 and I just want to say this. I still love Lil Wayne. Look, I'm, yeah, I'm listen, he's still in my top five. Come I on. disagree with your, your, what you believe in, but at the end of the day, like, I mean, Lil Wayne looks like a cool dude. Um, he's still top rapper. It's all good. Yes, sir. Well, it was very stupid, but it was all good. Very, very stupid. I think on that note, let's take a little break and we'll come back to music. Okay. All right, we are back. So, new music releases, update. Um, there were a lot of music, a lot of albums, rather, that came out over the last two weeks. Uh, so we're here to give you guys a little rundown on some of the projects that dropped. Todd Dolla Sign dropped a new project. Featuring Ty Dolla Sign, Joyner Lucas dropped the Evolution. I, I guess it's just Evolution. Evolution. Uh, Queen Nija, Misunderstood, Trippy Red, Pegasus, Wizkid, Made in Lagos. Yo, the, the, this list is long, man. I think you should pick it up, man. Oh yeah, we, we, what else we got? We got Omarion, The Connection, Buster Rhymes, Buster Rhymes, Extension Level Event Two, The Wrath of God. King Von, welcome to Oblog. If we came on this show right after the album dropped, like we were, I guess, planning to, or, well, not really planning to, but hypothetically speaking, if that happened, I feel like my take would have been different than it is about to be right now. Because, uh, yeah, man, I had expectations going into the album. Um, and, you know, look, we, we earlier in the show, we talked about Drake. And what are our expectations about his album? You know, I feel like expectations are a part of life. We to to act like expectations are not present would be disingenuous. Now, obviously, we have to try to be as realistic as possible with the expectations. That's the freaking challenge. I thought it was reasonable to expect Ty Dollar Sign to deliver. Um, a quality project, something that was more, maybe more R&B-esque than, than uh, he's probably given us in the, in the, in the near future. I'm sorry, in the near past. Um, and we didn't really get that, at least for the majority of the album. Now, I must say, the music that, that Ty Dolla Sign puts out to me is actually, it's good music overall. Like, you, you just cannot listen to his album and say that any of his songs are trash, you can't say that they're not well put together, well produced. Everything that he puts together, all the songs are just well 
put together, well packaged, they generally deliver. However, I just feel like Ty Dolla Sign has a very wide fan base at this point, right? Like he's been able, he's he's had to stretch himself through on in so many genres over the last probably five to seven years since he's, you know, gotten more popping, ingratiated himself with more artists, Kanye West. He works with a lot of people overseas. Jay Bob, like this nigga is the new R. Kelly. He might be the more, he's he's like R. Kelly on on steroids, not the not the not the not the freaking the bad R. Kelly, not that guy. I'm talking about musically speaking, in terms of how he's able to extend himself in different genres. I think the industry respects him and the people respect him. So I get why the album is so diverse, right? You got songs like Spicy with Post Malone, you know what I'm saying? You got you got songs with uh, Nicki Minaj, Expensive. Spicy is the Th- best, song. best song on the album, Spicy to me, by the spicy? way. Spicy? You like Spicy? Best song on the album to me. To me, I, I think Spicy's all right. Like, I mean, I, it, it didn't really hit me. It still hasn't really hit me the way I think it was supposed to. I don't think it's the best song on the album, personally. I, like, if you ask, if I had to rank this album, Spicy would be in my top 10. But Spicy is not better to me than, uh, it's not better to me than, oh, I got, I'm pulling up the, pulling it up right now. It's not better than Real Life with Roddy Rich. It's not better than, um, track six. Hold on, what the fuck is the, oh, I'm losing, I'm losing the freaking, uh, I'm losing these, these names of songs, man. I like the joint with uh, music Soul Child and, and, and Black. And here's the thing. Here's what I noticed. I noticed that like halfway in the album, it got really R&B. Like mm-hmm. it was almost like right after the Burner Boy interlude, mm-hmm. the album switched up musically. Mm-hmm. Before, in the beginning, it was very poppy, right? All these like anthem type songs where we used to tie dollar sign, making these generic. I'll call them generic. To me, Spicy is very generic. That's why I don't really like the song. It just seems like an insert, insert artist. The song was already made. Let's just put Post Malone on here. And his name is his name value is going to take this song to the next level. I feel like the album overall musically was not bad. However, man, we needed more R&B from this guy. We just did. I'm sorry. I, like, I don't even think that's too hard and too much to expect from a dude who's given us R&B records his entire career i just i just don't think that was too much to expect overall though it's not a bad project it's not bad it's not bad it's actually pretty good i will say this um it's just not what i want to hear from him like i'm not like i am not playing the first half of this album all the songs that i am running back since the album dropped are on the back half of the album every last one of them i'm talking about that's because you are nah not at all man i like i like ratchet shit I like ratchet shit. Hey man, you like you R&B about? more, but but I mean, that's not true. Actually, that is true. Ty, Ty, <laughs> Ty, Ty Dolla Sign, right? Like this, I, I I say this respectfully, as respectfully as ever. Ty Dolla Sign, don't get mad at me. I love Ty Dolla Sign, but Ty Dolla Sign makes gimmicky music, but he makes the best gimmicky music on this planet. Like, like, you know, some people can make gimmicky music, but not like Ty Dot Sign. His gimmicky music is actually fantastic. Like, Spicy is gimmicky, right? Expensive is gimmicky. 
but it is fantastic gimmicky music. Like he's the best at that. See, I call it, I call it, I, you call it gimmicky. I call it generic. To me, them songs are just generic as hell. Like they don't have flair. Like it's just this basic topic that he wants to touch on. He's saying all these basic generic terms. Insert generic lyric. Oh, I got VVs on my wrist. Oh, 20 carats on my neck. Like, yes, he sounds great, but it's it's all basic. It's basic. I mean, I mean, like Yeah, gimmick is a good word too. Definitely, like, definitely applies. Like, like to me, I mean, I, I get it. Like Ty Dollar Sign. Funny thing is, Ty Dollar Sign, I still to this day think that um his best album is Free TC. Um that to me. Right. What he was able to do on Free TC was like phenomenal, beyond phenomenal. But he was still making gimmicky music on Free TC. But at the time, we uh, we didn't we never heard anything like that before. So it was like, yo, man, that thing hit. I think this album is very, very, very similar to Free TC. I think it's very similar. Unfortunately, though, the songs don't hit as hard as Free TC did. Because remember, he was talking about. Like very, very, very deep topics, like you know his his um his his brother being in jail and, and um you know like some deep ass stuff. This one is not as deep, but I I think they're very similar albums actually. You're on mute. <laughs> what I was saying was Free TC, believe it or not, had had some pop songs. Like remember that joint, Bring It Out of Me. Oh, you know, man. he was trying to he was trying to show people his versatility um, as an artist on that album, which he did. He executed that joint. Um, but um, nah, man, I, I just I just feel like Ty Dolla Sign is um he's become more of uh he's become a more like diverse artist than I think people actually give him credit for. You know what I'm saying? Like we like people like me, I, I prefer his more R&B stuff personally, but I understand that he's satisfying other his other parts of his fans. Like people care about him making songs like spicy and expensive. People like that shit from him. Mm-hmm. I'm not mad at that. Um, I, I prefer that from him. I mean, we all say, yeah, yeah. Yeah. R&B tie dolls. No, I mean, I, I told you right now, spicy to me is the best song on the album. Uh, I think. I don't. I don't I agree. With expensive that. is one of the best songs on the album. I think um, track six is one of the best songs on the album. Like I like him doing track six is dope. I like him doing that. Track six is dope to me. To me, um, I think I think some of the best songs that have replay value are at the top because they're more like the tempo is is very high. However, like I said, I prefer the back half of the album. Okay. Um, I even like the joint with with Gunna Powder Blue. That one's dope. Uh-huh. It's not, it's not that, that one is like, if I'm talking about, if I'm talking about, uh, stylistically, that would, that would actually belong on the first half of the album. Cause it, it fits more. Yeah. Like it just fits more with the, the gimmicky, uh, Music. generic shit that we're talking about. Yeah. I, but, uh, Hey, no. whatever. I think it's good. Yeah. Let's put, let's wrap up that combo, man. Cause, um, yeah. Um, what would you grade the album though? But before we move on. A solid B. Solid. Right. What about you? I'm not mad at that. I think uh, it has too much quality music for me to give it any less than a B. Like I, as much as much as I just said about the album, to me, like the music itself is too good. Whether or not I prefer it or not, 
to give this to give it anything less than a B. So I'm giving it a B. You're honestly, a very, you're a very smart man. Just saying. I'm just saying. I will give. I will say this. I will give that album title an F. I hate it. I get. I get. I, I actually love it. I, see, so so I get so, it. But I, so I so so here's the that was the yo. I'm glad you brought that up before we moved on, man. Because I swear to you. Before the album came out, when he released the, the, the title of the album, I was like, oh, so Todd Dollar Sign trying to be funny. So he's going to come out with an album where he has very limited amount of features and his songs are, his songs are going to be featuring himself. Because remember how they used to say Drake, Drake used to feature on his own song? Remember how that was a thing back in the day? Yeah. Like how, because how, Drake sang and he rapped and shit like that. He could deliver little hooks. Mm-hmm. I thought that was what Todd Dollar was gonna do based on the title. And guess what? We didn't get any, we didn't get any of that. We probably got a total of five songs on a 20 plus song album by himself. It, it to me, the, the album did not match the, the title did not match the album, but I do like the title name. I will say that. I like it true to his purpose, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, you know what's funny? I see just it, sorry to bring it back up, but you know what's funny? What I thought he was actually going to do was have a feature on every single song. Like kind of treat the 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 album like sort of like Drake's playlist type thing where it's like, yeah, I'm just going to feature like I'm going to have like people it's going to be other people's songs, but I'm going to be on the hook of them or I'm going to be like on a verse of them. That's what I thought he was going to actually do, but hmm. There was absolutely yeah, time or reason to why why he named it that. <laughs> what about, it doesn't make sense. What about your boy Jordan Lucas though? Jordan Lucas dropped Evolution. What about Jordan Lucas, man? That's that, listen, listen. Jordan Lucas is that guy that uh that I think uh he you know he he's an interesting artist because for real for real. I'll talk about the things I like about him before I get into some of my gripes with Jordan Lucas, honestly. I, I love Jordan Lucas's his his creativity um, with his music and um, and what I mean by music I just mean like even even down to the uh, the visuals right like that song Snitch on this new album right just the way he put the song match with the video match with everything Jordan Lucas is a storyteller and I appreciate that about him man I really do there's not a lot of dudes who be telling stories so intricately put together like him um and so overall for real for real this album is pretty good it's pretty good like it has very very strong music on it um i like the i like the couple of these joints um of course snitch is a, a pretty good song um i also like uh what's the name i also like the song things i've seen i liked on this way with the game you know, there's a couple joints on there that I really am. I'm still playing. Like, I honestly play both of those songs every day. I really play both of those songs every day. Like, and I and I rarely play Jordan Lucas songs day. I don't think that's ever happened. So that lets me know the effect that he was able to, like, at least put out with this album. But what I'm starting to notice, notice about uh, Jordan Lucas is his, his, inability to not be trendy like Jordan Lucas to me is he's a clout chaser and like I, I'm trying I as a as 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 a 
Hey, listen, I'm trying to be respectful Damn. here. I'm trying to be respectful whoa. here. Whoa, but to whoa, me, what, 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 what's oh, up with the name calling? Yo, I, I'm respectfully, respectfully, okay? 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 All right. You can say whatever you want unless you say respectfully right after. You can say whatever exactly. you want. You're a cloud chaser, respectfully. Respectfully. <laughs> you're stupid. Respectfully. respectfully, you're dumb. No, no, no. Jordan Lucas is not dumb, but I do believe he's a clout chaser. And, and, and I mean that respectfully because he does it tastefully in a lot of respects, right? But I but it's just something about his trendiness that he always banks on that to me is getting kind of old. Like it's getting kind of corny to me, right? You, he's always trying to capitalize off of the now. You know what I'm saying? Like, why, why is it that he can't just come out with a project that symbolizes where he is at musically? Why does he always have to package it with something that is happening in the news, something that somebody in rap said? I mean, think about it. Think about this. The first time Jordan Lucas ever really started getting real recognition was him hopping on the songs of people he was dissing or doing a remix of someone's song. Remember, he, he got on Lil Pump's Gucci Gang, dissed Lil Pump and a whole bunch of other people, told them how stupid they were. To me, that's clout chasing. You, you, he rode the back of a wave. He's always riding a wave. That, that's basically my point. He's mm. riding a wave all the time. And, and while, listen, I'm not saying he's the only person to do it. I just feel like too much of his catalog is based on riding waves. And, and to me, that's starting to leave a bad taste in my mouth, honestly. And that, that, that's taking nothing away from his talent. It's taking nothing away from his artistry. Nothing. It's just starting to become more prevalent. I'm wondering if you feel, have you noticed that? Does that mean anything to you? What do you think about that? Oh my God. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh boy. Uh, oh boy. So <laughs> So here's the thing. All right. I mentioned this a couple couple months ago. I said <laughs> J. Cole. Remember the conversation about J. Cole where I said, yo, J. Cole's kind of like, if you really think about it, he talks a lot of crap. And J. Cole mm-hmm. does the exact same thing that you're saying Jordan Lucas does. He does. J. Cole hops on. J. Cole start being like, I'm going to diss little pump, all little whatevers. Every time J. Cole comes out, he says something that is like either relevant in the news today or is about another rapper, about these rappers he doesn't like. He does the exact same thing Jordan Lucas does. But J. Cole, to me, gets a pass. Because I do agree with you. J- Joyner Lucas, there's, <laughs> it's so funny because Joyner Lucas is the corniest non-corny rapper I've ever seen in my life. Like, <laughs> he's corny, but there's nothing about him that's actually corny to me. You know, it, does that make sense? Like, he, to me, like the idea of Joyner Lucas and what he talks about is corny a little bit, but I wouldn't call him a corny dude. So I'm telling. Hmm. Okay, go to, ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Hard to explain, but but I, I do agree with you. Like I don't like how he. It's one thing to talk about all the stuff that's going on today and other rappers and stuff, but I don't like how he denounces them. 
I don't like how he he almost operates like he's a legendary rapper, but he's not a legendary rapper yet. He almost operates that he he is better, more successful than other rappers, but he's not yet. That's kind of how he operates. He almost operates like somebody that is on their high or the high horse is what they call it. Like, like he's, he's so much better and so much more influential than everybody else. And I'm like, you can't operate like that. And I think that's why J Cole gets a pass because J Cole's been doing this for years. J Cole is more successful than the people that, that he disses and talks about. So he gets a pass and it sounds tight when J Cole does it. It doesn't quite sound tight when Jordan Lucas does it because he does like, even when Jordan Lucas was going against mm. Tory Lane, I don't even, as crazy as it sounds, as I know this is an insult, sorry, we just go in the damn on Jordan Lucas. Respectful, respectfully. 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 I personally did not think Jordan Lucas was even on Tory Lanez's level to be talking about I'm a battle Tory Lanez. I mean, I'm not saying Tory Lanez is better than him of a rapper, but he, Jordan Lucas should not have even been thinking that he's on that status with Tory Lanez at that, at that time. At that time. So it just goes to the whole thing of like, I think he think like to me, just to talk about the album, I, I, I'm sorry, I'll get your opinion. I know you're about to say something. I actually, the, the album is good. Let's, let's get that out of the way. I think it's a very good album, but I wasn't really feeling it. I wasn't feeling his approach to the album. He almost approached the album as if like, yo, man, I'm this OG in the game, been doing this for years. Now I'm like so much wiser, so much more knowledgeable. He approached the album like Jay-Z approached Black Album. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, like he approached the album like I'm about to be in the Hall of Fame. I'm a great, but it's bigger than that. It's about family. It's about like, you know, knowing who I am and knowing how powerful I am. Like when I, when I, when I, when I need to talk to somebody, I talk to Rihanna, like, it's almost like, dude, do you know that this is only your second album? <laughs> yeah. Like, dude, do you know that? <sighs> I don't know if people care as much about him as he thinks they do. Yo, I, I'm sorry. That's kind of just no. how he operates. But I, I mean, it's I, I like him. I love Jordan Lucas, but that's just kind of the vibe I got from it. Yeah, and and you know, I'm I'm trying my hardest to be fair. Um, I'm trying my hardest to be fair right now because, like I said, I do enjoy the majority of the songs I've heard from him. However, man, you and 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 you know what? I'll go back to the example you gave. You said J Cole. Uh, J Cole does very similar things that I brought up to what uh, Jordan Lucas does. I agree. Uh, J Cole has been very trendy with the things that he brings up. Um, a lot of times he's touching on things that are happening in the now. And and yes, people probably do give him a pass because he's J Cole, right? And they both do it, and they both do it disrespectfully. By the way, they they both do it. What you're they, talking? J Cole J Cole J Cole does J Cole disres- He's very disrespectful. I would say at times. I don't think he's disrespectful all the time. Like, it, but, 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 here, no. but here's my thing. But here's my thing. Here's why I would say they're not they're not the same, even though the outcome seems very similar. Because the reason I'm saying that is because Cole, it almost feels like I like 
I, this is my personal opinion, obviously. I believe Cole's intentions are genuine. I feel like he genuinely is trying to get something off of his chest. I believe he genuinely is speaking his mind. And while it may come off like how you're saying, I think that's the reason why most people give him a pass in addition to the fact that he's Cole. To me, when I talk about Jonah Lucas, I'm not sure what his intentions are half the time. As a matter of fact, I would actually lean more towards him doing it for clout. That's why I am saying he's a clout chaser because my the, like all of the signs that I've seen him do since Jonah Lucas got on the scene has been him riding a wave of some sort. And to me, you can't be on these many waves for this long and not be able to surf on your own. I'm sorry. You like what I did? You like what I did there? You like what I did there with the surfing? Yeah, yeah. That, I just that that was. But but no. But seriously though, like I just feel like if if the, the way he raps in his music, right? OG, that is this authoritative type tone he comes with, right? You can't be having them t- those types of delivery and those type of messages and not be your own entity. You're coming up with your own concepts. To me, he that's what he lacks. And to me. While he is very creative at utilizing the moment, telling stories around the things that are happening now, I feel like he's lacking that authenticity in his own creative approach to his own music, right? Like he dropped his last album, ADHD, and there were songs where he was sounding like different people, right? Everything down to that, right? There were songs where he was sounding like PNB rock, genuinely, I felt that way. There were songs where he was sounding like uh, uh, Young Thug. Um, it was weird to me. And while I'm not mad at somebody sounding like somebody else, that's not even what I'm getting at him on for this current moment. I'm just simply using that as an example to, to basically say, I just don't feel like Joyner Lucas has enough subject matter that people probably care about. And that's probably why he's, why he's riding these waves like that. that that's, just my, that's, just my, uh, that's just my suspicion. He, he doesn't have enough original subject matter that is keeping people interested enough in him so he has to now implement all of these extra things that's happening in the media, election, black I, women, this. I, I don't know. I'm just, this is just my suspicion. I see. Just my suspicion. I, I mean, something you said st- stood out to me, actually. You said authoritative. Yes. He gives me that vibe. You know, I, it's funny. I tell people before, way before Bill Cosby went to jail, I tell people all the time, I'm like, I wasn't a big fan of Bill Cosby. You know why? Because Bill Cosby, when he would do his like comedy sketches and whatever, not comedy sketches, but like comedy shows, he would diss black people. He would just be like, yo, man, you guys aren't good fathers. You need to be in your life. I'm like, who are you to like, uh, who, who died and made you <laughs> the, the, the damn principal for black people? Yeah. I feel like Joyner Lucas, to me, kind of comes with that same tone. Like, you know, throughout the album, he talks about, man, y'all partying. I don't understand why y'all partying. Like, I'm at home chilling, watching Netflix with my son. Like, he said that. That's literally, he said that on the album. He says stuff like snitching. Who died and made you somebody to teach somebody else about snitching? <laughs> but, 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 but the, it, it, thank wow. you. The, like, you're, you're, wow. So, 
And, and, and look, look, and here's the thing. I don't want to hear that from him. But, but that's the thing, right? Like, we, 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 I'm sure somebody will hear what we just said, hear what you just said, hear what I said earlier, and be like, yo, there's, all, there's a bunch of people who, who, um, who sound like authoritative figures. Y'all don't say that, y'all don't say that about them. Y'all don't say what y'all saying about such and so, whoop-de-whoop, or whoever the hell y'all want to insert, insert name, right? I think some people do it more egregiously. Like Jonah Lucas is, he, like he has made a early career. By the way, I just want to point out a, a dude who, who we said, or who, who a lot of people thought was never really going to put out music like that. He dropped two albums in a year. That's, that's impressive. Like with, how many, how long was ADHD teased? Probably for like three years. ADHD, <laughs> the album, ADHD, ADHD, ADHD. Dropped ADHD finally, 2020. And then he drops a whole nother album. That's impressive for a dude who we didn't expect music from. <laughs> we were waiting on music from for a long time. So anyway, put that aside. I think a lot of people are going to hear what we're saying and disagree and be like, yo, y'all are not being consistent and, and y'all don't call other people out. I just feel like, take a look at the way Take a look at some of the key things we've said, right? Like authoritative, um, you know, riding waves. There's nothing wrong with that, but I can I can call it out if I think it's not genuine. Like I just feel like it's not genuine. Well, here's I here's, really feel that way. Here's the funny thing. So it goes back to our favorite argument of all time. Uh-oh. It goes back to our favorite argument and our favorite punching bag of all time. Logic, right? Logic is very similar to Jordan Lucas. It's like he comes across as authoritative. He comes across as somebody that rides waves. He comes across as somebody who sounds like a whole bunch of different people. My problem with Logic has always been that he does not sound like he's for the culture. He sounds like he's trying to copy the culture. He's not, it doesn't look like or feel like or seem like he does anything to contribute to the culture. Now, J. Cole, I brought up his name, right? J. Cole contributes to the culture. He does. He he links up with other people. He feels really about that life. Jay-Z's authoritative. Jay-Z contributes to the culture. Jay-Z does things that 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 and Jay-Z has doesn't ride waves. He created his own wave. Logic and Jordan Lucas are two dudes, authoritative. They they I would say logic rides waves more than. Jordan Lucas does, but Jordan Lucas still does. And then also Jordan Lucas, uh, it seems like he touches on these topics, but I don't want to hear his opinion on snitching because that's not what he is even about. Like, does he even, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yo, yo, you, that, but that, but that's, that, that is exactly my point. Like, you're, so who anointed him as the now commentator to now illustrate these things that's happening in the world? These, but that's what that that's why it's like it's very clout. Like why are you even talking? Like why are you talking about this? Like, like to me, I wouldn't call it like I, I know you say clout. Ch- I wouldn't call it clout chasing, but I understand where you're coming from. It's just more so like like like. Right, I, Call it a, like that's why I use the word cloud chase is probably like I said I, I said it respectfully maybe there's not a respectful way to say that, that. I, 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 it's more like I, that's why I said he rides waves like he just rides the waves of the things that are happening in the culture and he just he wants to make a spectacle out of it 
it, it go it, to me i would say it goes back to it's he he's doesn't sound he doesn't feel qualified to talk about some of the things that he should he talks about he talk, he, he doesn't seem like like <laughs> To me, and I know that sounds harsh. I know that sounds disrespectful. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. Like, Jay-Z sounds qualified to where he can talk about drugs. Jay-Z can talk about drugs because he talked about selling. He, he, he always was, was talking about selling it. I don't think Logic can talk about drugs because he, to me, didn't, he, to me, that's not what he's about. Like, in interviews that I've heard by him, and 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 um, you know, just hearing him talk on whatever, he's not about that life. Joyner Lucas does not has not said anything that makes me indicate that he's really about that sn- not no snitch life. Like to me, I mean, and maybe he is, maybe he is, but I but to be able to make a song called Snitch, I the. Lil Durk hasn't even made a song called Snitch. And I know Lil Durk is like, yo, I really hate snitches. Lil Durk probably has gotten in trouble because of snitches. I'm talking about rappers that feel probably, that are ingratiated heavily into that crap. Hasn't even made that. Facts. Yo, here's, here's the beauty of life. Here's the beauty of life. Somebody may hear what you just said and be like, but why are you qualified to qualify uh, Jordan Lucas? Right? Hey, everybody's entitled to their own own opinion. This is our opinion. This is my, I'm speaking my opinion. You giving your opinion. Y'all give y'all opinion when you hear this. We want to hear if you agree or disagree. Like, do y'all get these feelings? Do you feel where we coming from or not? Like, and it's cool if you don't. I just want, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say by no means are all trying to be disrespect because- Yeah, exactly. Me too. Like, Like, I don't, I'm not, not trying to be disrespectful at all. if we were to like come on like if we were to start talking about movies right like we're like oh yeah man like cinematography i don't think you're qualified to talk about movies like to that level i'm not qualified to talk about movies to that level so i'm not going to you know like i'm not going to talk about like you know we always talk about the snitch thing we never do a deep dive i'm not qualified to talk about snitching i'm not, I'm not doing qualified it. to talk about guns and all that stuff that's going on in like these uh these mean streets I, i'm not qualified for it I don't talk yep. about it. Joyner Lucas doesn't feel like he's qualified to talk about the stuff that he talks about in his music. To me, personally, I don't know the dude. I don't know the man. Maybe he is. <laughs> but I'm just, it just feels like that to me. Nah, I feel you. I, nah, I really do feel you. Like, it just, I don't know. Again, again, I can have that opinion, but also listen to the music and, and judge the music objectively. And like I said, I think the album is good. Let's put a button. Let's put a button on the conversation. I think the album is good. However, I just see little troubles. They seem very slight to most people, but I think it's a bigger problem that needed to be addressed about Jordan Lucas and uh, where he's trending. But hey, you guys let us know what you think in the comments on YouTube. Let us know Apple Podcasts. Let us know on social media if you agree or disagree with the hell we just said. I want to know how crazy or genius you think what I said or what Q just said is. Bro, like, I mean, we need to real. stop ill advised, dog. <laughs> you said what? We need to stop being so ill advised, man. My hey, God, listen, man, that's what they pay us for. That's what they. That's <laughs> that's what that's what God pays me for. Okay, that's what God pays you for. 
God, God is my manager. He's my he's my boss. He's he's my provider. Okay. The man upstairs. The man upstairs. He provides. Um, man, that's all I got to talk about today, man. For real. Like I think this has been a dope show. Um, like I said, you guys, you can expect more of uh, more of this format from us uh, in the in the near future, especially if you like it. You know, let us know. We really want to know what you guys think. If you're on YouTube, share the video, comment, like, um, dislike. If you hate, dislike the video if you don't like it. I, I don't care. Like, let us know. I don't care what you do. Just, you know, show us what you feel. Um, and and we're, we'll, we'll, we'll adjust accordingly. How about that? Maybe next time, maybe next time, uh, if you guys like it so much, maybe I'll stop saying respectfully. Maybe I'll just say disrespectfully. You're like, what? <laughs> I've never nah, heard but, uh, disrespectfully. Disrespectfully. I disrespectfully <laughs> disagree. Nah, man. But um, hey, you got anything else you want to say before we get up out of here? Uh, you know, say mo, say mo. Check me out. I, I know my Twitter is pretty dry. I don't even know what my Twitter handle is, but check me out. I think man, you Q. know what it is, man. Stop I don't. I don't. Is it Q Q underscore D? What is it? Anyway, check me out, bro. I don't know. Check Radiant's Game Music out. Radiant's Game Music Twitter. That's where. That's my baby. Uh, it, check us out on Instagram. Check out the site. Um, yeah. And if we don't hear from you uh, until uh, next time, uh, happy uh, Joe Biden for President Day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh, that's okay. Let's make a prediction. By the, by no. the time by the time this comes out. The presidency will be, have been announced. It will have been announced. Actually, that's not true. But I would say we don't know when you guys are going to hear this. Maybe you'll hear it after the election. So, but yeah, you might. You're right, man. Let's make a prediction. I'm endorsing nobody, by the way. <laughs> I'm not endorsing anybody. I don't endorse. Yo, any- I can't believe. Yo, I cannot believe. Did I take the Kanye West Joe Rogan topic off of this? Holy shit! Anyway. I wanted to talk about Kanye running for president. I'm not endorsing anybody except for Kanye West to go into a mental hospital. <laughs> How can I endorse the, the actual hospital that is going to admit him as a patient? That's who I want to endorse. What was, was it that crazy? No, no, no. I'm fucking around. I'm fucking around. It was, actually, it was actually a good interview. I liked it a lot. Okay. I liked it a lot. Um, except for he just started rambling probably. But it was a three-hour interview, so I don't caution you guys to watch the whole thing. I got through about half maybe two hours. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, I got Joe Biden, man, like in a, in a, in a relative landslide, to be honest. Really? With you. Yeah. I relative think, landslide. I think Joe Biden's probably going to be the next president of the United States. You know what? The good news is we probably actually won't know on Tuesday. Uh, they saying that they may let people know like weeks later, but I heard, I heard about that. Yeah, but I mean, I, I think Joe Biden's going to win, but I, I do think it's a lot closer than what a lot of people think. But I, all I can tell you guys is go ahead and vote. I know that's the new big thing. Everybody's telling people to vote. Go vote. I don't care who you vote for. Actually, I do. But um, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, isn't that interesting? That celebrities always telling people to go vote, but they do care who they who people vote for. You know, but they will never you know, say. You know they will never you- say. They will never say who you should vote for. But they but they go say, hey, hey, you guys, we need you to vote. Go vote, wink, wink. Exactly. Go, go vote. vote. You know what that means. <laughs> go vote means vote for Joe Biden. <laughs> exactly. Anytime I hear somebody uh, say vote, that means go vote for Joe Biden. 
That's true, dog. Like, do Republicans even say go vote? I don't think they do. I don't. Like, like anybody, anybody, any celebrity, anybody out there that's saying go vote has to be a Democrat, aligned yeah. with Democrats. They have to be. Because they know that's how they lost. Hillary Clinton lost last time. <laughs> Not enough people voted. Even, even, even though she won the popular vote. Let's be clear. What the, so she te- that electoral college is corrupt. Bro, I need somebody to come on this show and explain that shit to me, honestly. Because I'm still stuck at the fact that presidents can elect Supreme Court justices to lifetime terms. To me, that makes no sense. How the hell can a president who has a four-year term elect someone who will, ha- who will be a Supreme Court justice for potentially 40 years? Yeah. It's, it's kind that, of like that. Like to me, that to me, that like that doesn't make sense. Like that doesn't make sense at all. I don't understand make, that. It doesn't make sense in any kind of way. It doesn't make sense in any kind of way. So we have we need to change our laws. I, I ain't gonna lie. Like we need to change that law. I think presidents need to have yearly reviews. <laughs> presidents should be able to be fired. Um, like, Wait, by who? By who? By the people? By somebody, the people, the taxpayers, somebody. Bro, 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 they attempted to fire Trump, but the the application didn't go through. Like, it was almost like there was a filing error. <laughs> How the hell, bro, when, when, when Skills, when Skills or Uncle Murder do their yearly wrap up, they better mention the impeachment because I think people forget that happened in 2020. I, people forget, like... 2020 has been so long and there's been a lot that's happened that it's almost like we forgot that Trump was actually impeached at the top of this year. I completely forgot. (laughs) Exactly. Completely forgot. That's true. Damn. He was impeached, bro. But anyway, yeah, let's get up out of here, man. You guys, like I said, like the show. We appreciate y'all for listening. If you stayed this long, this is the ill-advised wise guys podcast. As always, if you're giving advice, make sure it's ill. Merci. Ow! Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.